0: Hello and welcome to the Learning to Slay the Beast podcast, where we talk about all the challenging things that we're working to overcome like obesity, anxiety, and health and relationship issues. My name is Sarah. Today on the show, I wanted to talk about something that is currently helping to reduce my anxiety and share that with all of you. So one of the things that I've heard over and over again is that if you have anxiety and it's something that creeps up um, in severity a lot, is that reducing your caffeine can be very helpful. So I am not a huge caffeine drinker. I don't drink like pop every day and, you know, pounding a whole bunch of pop at nighttime or something like that. But I do... Um, especially during this coronavirus time. I have been having coffee quite a lot in the morning, and then I often have a tea around one o'clock. And so for the longest time, I thought... This schedule was working, um, just that as long as I didn't have anything after about one o'clock, I always felt like I was able to wind down. But I just started to notice that I was doing so much to try to manage anxiety, especially during the pandemic. And that it just seemed counterproductive to be kind of giving these shots of caffeine, which from what I understand is kind of like liquid cortisol uh, right into my body as well. So, you know, the morning caffeine seemed to make sense to me because I thought, yeah, I'm always like a sleepy person. I have a hard time waking up. And then the afternoon one, I would start to kind of feel a low around lunchtime and I'm always cold. And so that was the other thing that I always kind of search for that kind of tea. And so the tea and caffeine seemed to go nicely around one o'clock. But I was just starting to find that my anxiety seemed a little higher than normal. And that, you know, like I said, it was maybe counterproductive to be doing you know meditation and really watching all the vitamins i'm taking and supplements to support myself and you know i'm exercising twice a day to combat anxiety and yet i'm still doing the caffeine because let's face it i like it you know i like the coffee and sort of that clarity and that jump start in the morning and i also Uh, like I said, really enjoy caffeine. I love my Tim Hortons steep tea. Um, It's so tasty. So I really had been having this on my mind for months and months. I've given up caffeine in the past in about the fall of 2018. And at first I felt good. And then over time, as we headed into the very dark, very cold Ottawa winter, I just thought, nuts to this. I need my coffee back. So since that time, I have been back on caffeine, as I said, sort of in that twice a day fashion. But I've always heard through, especially the anxiety coaches podcast, Gina Ryan always talks about giving up caffeine that that she feels is essential for anxiety management. I've also read different things that talk about caffeine staying in your body for a long period of time, so especially in women um, can stay in your body for about twelve hours, and so really, if you work through my um, timing there, you know maybe that morning coffee could um, get through my body by bedtime, but not that one o'clock. I go to bed fairly early, usually between um you know, nine and ten, usually around ten, and so obviously that one one o'clock um, in the afternoon coffee would not be going through in time. I also had been listening to a podcast, um, the Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard, and he this was an older episode had Ashton Kutcher on, and Ashton Kutcher was talking about he was going from drinking like an insane amount of coffee a day, like he had a coffee pot. In his bedroom, in order just to get him up. And he said he gave it up and really found sustained energy. So that kind of interested me because I didn't remember that from my last experience where I had given up caffeine, I didn't really notice a sustained energy. But that was kind of something that I thought I'd be interested to watch for this time. So I do often get anxious in my body, sort of that strong limbs, kind of sometimes that sick feeling. And so I felt that um, reducing caffeine might be helpful there. I also tend to get very heavy morning anxiety where I'm like, Oh my god, I gotta get out of bed, I gotta get moving. And so I felt like, well, if I'm feeling that push and that cortisol burst in the morning, I probably really don't need the coffee. Like I'm already always feeling behind the gun and racing around and ready to go that I think I'm driven enough without the caffeine. It was just mentally knowing that I was going to take something away. I think really felt challenging to me. But I do often feel very exhausted at nighttime. So, like I said, um, kind of this idea of more sustained energy was very, very appealing to me. The other thing that I struggle with is I will be very exhausted at nighttime. I get to sleep, no problem. But then I often get woken up like either by my daughter or around two or three in the morning, I will all of a sudden wake up maybe to go to the bathroom. And then my mind starts racing and I can't get back to sleep. I just start thinking of like the silliest thing. And I just have a hard time. I'll often try meditation. Sometimes that'll help to kind of get me um, to wind down and go back to sleep. But sometimes it doesn't. And so then sometimes I'm laying there till like five and then, you know, either I'll fall back asleep or I'll say, you know what, I'm just going to get started on the day. So I was also curious to see whether caffeine could possibly help to reduce that um waking up. So I just kind of decided to go for it. My husband was away one weekend a few weeks ago and I thought I woke up Sunday and I was like, you know what? Today's the day. I'm gonna give it up. So I kind of just had some decaf tea and started into the day. And actually, I didn't feel too bad Sunday, I felt like I had decent energy, I worked out, which always helps me to get morning energy anyway. And it does help me to kind of manage that morning anxiety. So I did move into that feeling pretty good. And I thought I'm gonna use some peppermint as well, because I know you often get headaches when you go off caffeine. And like I said, Sunday kind of normal day around the house felt felt okay. But then moving into Monday and getting back into sort of that work week and that focus, concentration, having to kind of have that hard start to my day, like Sunday, I was doing housework and outside I planted flowers like um, I planted bulbs for next spring. And so it felt okay, but whereas I felt like Monday came and that's when the headaches really started. Now, I will also say that was coupled with my cycle. I was in my menstrual time as well as kind of having a sore neck. And a lot of times if I get a sore neck, then I get a headache. So I had about two to three days of pretty heavy headache. And I was taking Advil as well for that because I just felt not great in my head. But once that subsided, I did start to move to decaf. So I do recognize that decaf coffee has some caffeine in it and and there may even be some in decaf tea as well. But you know, you got to do what you got to do. I still really like hot drinks, but I wanted to drastically reduce my caffeine And to me, I felt like going from, you know, drinking a few cups of coffee in the morning or like an extra large coffee, and also then coffee or tea again later in the afternoon. Um, I felt like going from that to decaf everything was and is enough of a reduction for me. Also, let's not be crazy. If chocolate comes across my life, I know that has caffeine, but I'm going to have the chocolate. Like, if if I'm really feeling like it, I'm not going to worry about the caffeine and that. So I felt like about one week in, I was still kind of feeling more anxiety in my body, but felt like it was reducing. Um, I wasn't, though, what surprised me, I had the headaches, but I wasn't feeling a drastic reduction in energy. So I... I found that surprising because I really thought it would be sort of like, oh, I'm hauling my butt out of bed in the morning and, you know, struggling to get started. And I really wasn't. I was working through the day in a normal fashion, but just with a headache because of the caffeine withdrawal. So like I said, one weekend, I was still feeling it a bit in my body, but energy overall better. Then also a lot, like very quickly, I was less exhausted at nighttime. So I want to say about five days in, I'm making lunches end of the day. And I'm thinking, yeah, you know what? Um, I'm not feeling as tired. Like making lunches for school is one of my most hated things. And I think it's because of the fact that I'm usually out of energy at that point, I make them after dinner, or like, closer even to bedtime and so i'm always by the time i've went through the dinner rush cleaned everything up then getting on to lunches i'm always exhausted and i really i wasn't feeling it as much so i think that that is um a benefit that was coming quicker than i expected i had heard it could take about 3 weeks Uh, of going caffeine free to really start to see the benefits. And I felt more energy rather quickly. So now I'm at about the two week point, and two and a half ish, and I am definitely headache free at this point. I'm not feeling uh, that withdrawal at all. And that that does go away, I would say within three to five days, depending on probably how much caffeine that you're having. But I definitely am feeling that sustained energy. I'm feeling a bit more of a calm energy. Um, I still have that motivation that get up and go, but I am feeling less um, sort of agitation in my body overall. And I think that that's really good. But I'm definitely still able to kind of motivate myself with work, motivate myself for working out. I had last week, which really surprised me, I was able to get up and work out every single day in the morning. And something that I sometimes run into is if I have that crazy sleep at night where I'm waking up a lot at night, and I can't get back to sleep, then it's very difficult to get up for my morning workout because you know, six o'clock rolls around. And if I've just fallen back asleep, I don't have that motivation to get up again, I'm feeling very tired, where I found last week, I was successful getting up every day, and wasn't Feeling that, again, like, oh my God, I got to drag my bed out of bed to to work out. It was more of a, oh, it's time to get up. I'm going to get up and I'm going to go and move and get my workout going. And I didn't feel that like, no, 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 I want to stay in bed kind of feeling. So I'm feeling sort of that increased energy on both ends of the day and fairly sustained energy throughout the day. There are times where I have had that feeling of, uh, oh, man, I wish I wish I could just maybe have some caffeine. Um, but I know that it's probably better to stay the course at this point and see where you know week three, week four um, start to bring me. So the other thing that I found is I did have some wine one night and I felt the next day was a little bit harder to get going. And so I'm thinking for that reason, really watching if I have any alcohol as well, keeping it fairly minimal because I do, and I have heard this before, but I do see that kind of having alcohol, especially like before bedtime and then getting up, that's kind of something that a lot of people then reach for the caffeine because you're maybe feeling you didn't sleep as well because you did have a drink before bed or maybe then you know you want to wake up and kind of get that up and go and so you want the caffeine rush And so I think kind of watching those, maybe reducing even having alcohol or staying away from it could be really helpful um, when you're also staying away from caffeine. So some of the things that I've been doing for substitutions, like I said, are decaf coffee tea. I found a really nice apple cinnamon tea that's been great because coffee, like I like it hot and I like to sort of have that, you know, feeling that it just kind of goes through your Throat and and you know really wakes up your throat and I found this like apple cinnamon tea uh, has that as well. It also has a bit of a sweetness, so adding like a almond or oat milk to it is kind of a nice treat. Then the other thing I've been doing is I like my mushroom teas at night time, so doing um, a mushroom hot cacao drink. Um, I like the four sigmatic drink with reishi. So having that as a calm down drink at night, again, very helpful instead of maybe a glass of wine, have something like that. And again, you're feeling pretty good and you've had a nice, a nice relaxing sleep. So one of the things that I'm interested in is seeing if I can keep at this kind of sustained energy. Is it something that is going to be long term? And then I'm I'm interested in some ideas in terms of this switchover. I recognize the winter's coming. And that's kind of the pitfall that I ran into last time. So I'm trying to look around for some ideas to um, keep myself motivated with this as the cold weather and the winter comes and just trying to keep at it. Some of the other downfalls that I don't know whether it was perceived before or true was I felt like maybe I was starting to gain weight, like that my metabolism was taking a bit of hit because I was not on caffeine. So I'm interested to see how that goes. I felt I did hit a point where I thought, yeah, I think that caffeine maybe helps in my workouts. And certainly people who do work out a lot, There are a lot of people that use caffeine as part of that workout regime to kind of give them a kick. And it sounds kind of counterintuitive because, you know, caffeine increases your heart rate. And so, Um, You know, it it seems like, well, that could really be negative for your heart because you're doing all of these things um, like working out, like running or weightlifting or whatever, and then you're pumping caffeine and it probably isn't great for you. But I was um, felt like I noticed that the last time. The other thing is, I have heard through like the Anxiety Coaches podcast and and people that have went off caffeine that, you know, if you do start it up again, you kind of have to watch it because it can feel very harsh on your body. And so that's something I want to be cognizant as well about kind of going back. I know when I started having caffeine again, I kind of just went back to tea. And so, you know, tea has less caffeine a lot of times then coffee and so I went back to that and then you know it's a slippery slope once your body gets used to having some tea then it's like well maybe I can have a coffee and and then you're kind of back at it so um really wanting to be conscious of that as well and um, so what I'm thinking is I'll kind of watch and track how this goes over the next little while and report back on the podcast in a few months um, with, with kind of where I'm at in terms of this new caffeine-free lifestyle and how, how it's serving me in terms of anxiety management as well as um, all of the other health things that I was looking to address like sleep so thank you very much for listening this week and if you're looking to try something new in terms of health i would recommend the caffeine but definitely say um or taking away caffeine but definitely say watch uh for those headaches this podcast is not intended to be medical or professional advice. Thanks for listening. Uh, please subscribe if you're able. Review the podcast if you are able to as well. And please follow me at my blog www.theallergybeast.wordpress.com and on Instagram at Sarah, S-A-R-A, Lady Gluten, L-A-D-Y-G-L-U-T-E-N. Thanks again for listening and have a great week.